Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I am here to help you navigate your life's next chapter through mind, balance, and wellness living. At every phase of our lives, through marriage, career changes, kids, and retirement, I am there for my clients emotionally to help create a personalized life plan. With my foundational coaching perspective and certified financial planning background, together we can create a plan for you through each chapter of your life. Contact me today through mbwliving.com for your free consultation. Hello and welcome to the Boot Camp for Your Mind podcast. I am your host, Michelle Werdeman, certified life, weight, and career coach and founder of Mind Balance Wellness Living. What is up, my friends? Can you guys really believe like we are mid to end of November? Like that just seems crazy to me. And it's funny because in New England, we've had 70 degree days and we've had, I think this week is supposed to be 35, but you know, that's New England for you. But I can't believe that we are legit almost 10 months into this whole world kind of shutdown. Well, at least like in Massachusetts, that is like, I remember getting the email from my kid's school and learning back in March that they were going to shut down for three weeks and thinking to myself, like, holy moly, like, that's a long time. Like, my kid's not going to school for three weeks, like, just seemed crazy to me at the time. And I happened to be having lunch with my husband at our favorite local restaurant, and we just kind of looked at each other. And we looked at the bartender and we're like, yes, please. Like, we're going to have one more because the next three weeks are going to be crazy. And at the time, like three weeks seemed like an eternity when we thought about like having to homeschool and work at the same time. And now I think about it. I'm like, here we are 10 months later And it kind of seemed to go by pretty quickly. And I know some people think it probably dragged. But in hindsight for us, like I feel like it kind of went by pretty quickly. And that's what's interesting about time because time is just a circumstance. Time is just a number. And it can go by fast or it can go by slow just depending on what it is that you think about it. So for me, like, I feel like the last 10 months kind of went by in a blink of an eye. And this is a topic I'm going to cover in a different episode because I love working with clients who don't think they have enough time. But again, time is literally, it's basically the currency of our life. So it's, we all have 24 hours a day, like there's no 26 or, you know, 23, it's how we spend our time and how we think about our time is what creates our actual time. So I can't wait to dive into that. But I just thought it was, you know, interesting to think like, holy moly, we're almost into 10 months of this and who knows what's what's going to happen. But as we're getting ready for Thanksgiving, um, things look a little bit differently and you know, maybe they do for your family or maybe they don't. And I think everybody's kind of just in this bubble of like, what if, what are we supposed to do? What aren't we supposed to do? But I wanted to go back to, I've been talking a lot about relationships and in my tribe, 
which is my online coaching membership, in October, we spent a lot of time dealing with relationships. And when I talk about relationships, it's relationships with yourself. It's relationships that you have with others, whether it's your family members, whether it's your coworkers, your children, whoever it is. It could be people that actually passed away. And the reason I say that is because a relationship that you have with somebody is all about your thoughts that you have about somebody. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to my other podcasts on relationships, I do highly suggest you go back and just check them out. But the reason I thought this was such an important time to talk about relationships is because in the last nine or 10 months or so, like relationships for you may have changed. Like maybe you're spending more time together with people or maybe your schedules aren't what they used to be with other people. And little things might have seemed like little tiny things, you know, 10 months ago, but now all of a sudden these molehills are now mountains. And that's okay. And anxiety might be at an all-time high. And that's okay. So I just want to be here with you to talk about the reasons and identifying the reasons why you might be feeling some of these things. And a couple of the things that I want to talk about is how you can, if you want to, nourish a relationship with somebody and how it all starts with your thoughts. And you know what? Like there may be relationships that you realized over the past 10 months or so or, or years for that matter that just aren't bringing you joy anymore. And it's not that relationships have to bring you joy all the time. That That's not what I'm saying because, you know, relationships don't bring you joy all the time. But now that we're in the midst of a pandemic and the world has been closed down and you have more time to think, maybe you're starting to think and come to your own conclusions and realize that there are some relationships that you are ready to move on from. And I saw this really great post from a woman, Karen, um, and God bless her. I, I hope I don't screw up her last name, but it's Salman Sean. And I'm not sure if she wrote it, but she did post it on her page and I loved it. And it says, we don't meet people by accident. They're meant to cross our path for a reason. If a relationship doesn't survive the test of time, it doesn't mean it still wasn't meant to be. Not all encounters with people are meant to last forever. And sometimes people are in our lives to teach us something. Sometimes the forever is not the person, but what we gain from them. I love this because I think about that. I think about the last couple sentences and it's sometimes people are in our lives to teach us something. And sometimes the forever is not the person but what we gain from them. And I have to tell you, I so I'm a Cancer. My birthday is June 23rd. And I'm a little, you know, into that sort of stuff. But I'm a super emotional person. And if you know any of my family and any of my friends, they will agree with you. Like, I cry, I yell, I do all of that stuff because I have so much emotion. So when I think about people and having to say goodbye to people or moving past relationships, 
I have had a very hard time doing that. So that's why I love looking at that and saying sometimes the forever is not the person, but what we gain from them. So I really want you to think about that because remember, relationships are simply our thoughts that we have about another person. That person is the re- the circumstance. So when we have a thoughts about that circumstance or that person is what creates the relationship. And quick going back to the model that I teach that I learned from master coach instructor Brooke Castillo, the model is you have a circumstance. So in this situation, it's a person. Then you have a thought about that circumstance, which again is neutral. When you have a thought that's going to trigger a feeling, which in this example is a relationship, and that's going to bring on an action, that's going to bring on a result. So that's kind of your overall relationship. So in the episode two weeks ago, I talked about the manuals that we have for people. And basically, that's an instruction guide or expectations that we have for other people in our mind about how we think other people should act. And we don't normally go around, you know, sharing these manuals and half the time we don't even know that we have them. But becoming aware of the manuals that we have for people in our lives is such a game changer when it comes time to the relationship that we have and the thoughts we have about these people. So today I wanted to talk about boundaries, which is so important. And a boundary in the coaching world is really something that you create for yourself, which can be a game changer when it comes time to relationships you have with others. So similar to, you know, a linear boundary, it's where one thing ends and another thing begins. And one of the things I love helping clients with is creating personal emotional boundaries. And these are basically requests that you ask someone around their behaviors that you would like change and a consequence on what would happen to protect you if they violate them. Now, this doesn't mean that you're trying to change somebody as a whole or acting in a threatening manner. That's not what I mean. These are simply healthy boundaries you create to help promote self-protection, confidence, and will bring you closer, in fact, in this relationship. And when we don't have, excuse me, proper boundaries in place, a lot of times, like, things can seem to be frustrating or they create frustration or resentment or even a sense of fear in some cases, So the first step when I work with clients on creating healthy emotional boundaries is really understanding what kind of boundaries do you want to set? What does crossing the line or crossing that boundary look like? So if you're going to look at somebody's yard, it's usually pretty easy to say like, okay, when does one boundary end and when does the next begin? But when it comes time to emotional boundaries, it can be a lot more difficult, especially to communicate it. So the idea is to understand 
what boundary you want to set, what is the consequence. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to go around telling everybody like what you're willing and unwilling to put up with. Like, hey, nice to meet you. My name is Michelle. I don't put up with somebody being like yelling at me. <laughs> but the idea is, you know, you have to be when somebody you have to be willing if somebody crosses a boundary that you don't want to put up with, you have to be willing to communicate that. And it's not always easy. But I want to give you this example that I was talking to a friend of mine about a couple weeks ago. And so she had a relative move in, who she had a great relationship with, by the way. Great relationship with this relative. And they moved in down the street. And all of a sudden, this relative would start showing up at their house, knock on the door, and just walk in. Wouldn't wait for anybody to come in. And you know what? For me, like that would bother me, but there's a lot of other people out there that that would not bother. But this woman that I was talking to, it was infuriating her. And I joked with her because as she's telling me the story, like she just kept getting red and she was just getting so angry. So I asked her, I was like, have you ever, you know, said anything to this person? Like told them not to do it. And her response was no. She didn't want to hurt their feelings, and she felt guilty. Like, she didn't want them not to come over again. So instead of saying nothing, she just allowed it to continue. And I said to her, I was like, well, how do you feel about that? She goes, oh, the minute they knock on my door or they come in, she's like, I start to think, like, they're rude. They have no, you know, respect for my time or... They just barge into my house, like, how dare they? And I said, well, how's that working out for you? And of course, like, all of these thoughts were creating such anger and frustration and resentment. So the idea was, okay, well, you don't want to say anything because you feel bad. And yet you're feeling all of these negative emotions and having all these negative thoughts. What do you think the outcome is going to be? So I asked her how her relationship used to be, and she said this was somebody that she used to have so much fun with. They were open. They had a close relationship, and they they used to love hanging out. So I said, okay, well, do you want to have that relationship again? And she's like, of course I do. She's like, well, does that mean that I have to allow them to come into my house whenever they want and just kind of walk in? I said, absolutely not. You just need to tell them and you need to set boundaries. And she's like, well, what if they get upset? Like, and they think they're not welcome here anymore. And if you listen to any of my podcasts, you would know that we can't control the way people think. We can't control the way that people feel. But all you can do is just tell them how you feel. And the idea is, You come from a place of love. You don't come from a threatening place. Like, if you come into my house one more time without knocking, but you come from a place of love and, hey, listen, guess what? You know, I love having you over, but sometimes, like, I would just rather, you know, whether you call or you knock and you wait till we answer, and you can, you know, interpret that in your own situation and how you want that to feel. And I realize that, 
this particular situation is just an example, and there's a lot of other types of boundaries that people need to set. But when you can come from a place of love and you don't come from a place of threatening or anger, it's going to actually help your relationship and it can help you become closer. So again, not all conversations will go this easy and some other boundaries can be a lot deeper and involve more intense feelings and actions, but learning how to create clear and open boundaries and learning it's okay to have uncomfortable conversations because again, what's the worst that can happen with an uncomfortable conversation? An uncomfortable feeling. And feelings don't last forever. People are not mind readers. And well, there are a few out there that do claim to be. (laughs) But unless you have a clear, communicated path with what you're looking for, don't assume people know. I have to remind myself when I think about my husband (laughs) and what I think he knows and what he should know. And I have to take my own advice. But again, people aren't mind readers And the harder it is to have this conversation and have the difficult emotions, what's the what's the upside and what's the downside? So just think about that because people are in their own heads. They're not thinking about your boundaries. They're not thinking about your manuals. They're just thinking about themselves and what's going on in their lives. So on that note, I am headed to a friend's house for a gathering and was told if I didn't bring my favorite, famous pumpkin martinis, then I wouldn't be let in. So how's that for a boundary? <laughs> Cheers and be well, my friends. Michelle Werdeman is a certified life coach now offering an online coaching membership to support brain power and mental wellness. It's important to exercise our bodies, but we have to exercise our minds too. Our thoughts are what ultimately create the results in our lives. And becoming aware of our thoughts is what we dive into through her Mind, Brain, and Wellness program. You can start to create your dream life today from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace too. Contact Michelle today at MB. MBWliving.com.